Hello, everybody. This is a special edition of According to Fox. It is only one topic, our main topic, which is Philly Philly. All right, so without further ado, I'm going to get it started. edition um because we have to talk about last night's event damn i should change the title last night i have a very special guest reintroduce yourself to the folks um my name is jermaine i'm regular degular good friend of my good sis amber fox just love what she's doing with this and couldn't let this opportunity to just run my mouth past I just want to know why you put on your best Denzelian voice just now. What the fuck was that, Equalizer? Yo, man, I can't be giving him the OD like for salacious. It's looking. <laughs> it's I can't. I can't be. You sound I can't like be giving him my, I can't be giving him my regular like you know pitchy ass like vacillating between like code switching it high at high pitched and then like. You know what I'm saying? Gotta get try so to get So you show like, Donnie something. Simpson? You show the old school Donnie Simpson vibes? Cool. Got you. Hold on. I would wait. The first thing I want to say, shout out to Philly though. That was two Oscars that Philly got last night. Yo, shout out to Philly because Will Smith just got tired of uh We gonna get there. Days. We gonna get there. <laughs> but I just feel like his accolades weren't aren't being celebrated enough. Personally, I really swore he won at least one Oscar between Ali and now. I had no idea he really didn't fucking win. This is his first Oscar. Yeah. And Questlove won one for the Summer Soul documentary, which I, I actually enjoyed it a great deal. On Hulu. I didn't get to see it yet, but I heard I heard it's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been up for like since it. the pandemic. That's why I'm shocked that he was like um, nominated for it for this year because I remember seeing it when I was stuck in the house. Mm, so okay. yeah, so it was it was good. It was really good. Um, but so shout out to Philly. That's a big step for y'all. All y'all was missing was a Meek Mill original song, and y'all had the fucking trifecta. But, I mean, they should have just played Dreams and Nightmares right when uh when Vogue won the award. They should have just played it. Honestly, but or summertime. I don't think there's never a bad time to play summertime. That's just me. Um, but yeah, shout out to y'all. I got family in Philly. Shout. I'm I'm happy. I think that was pretty dope. So yeah, let's Brandon get in, lives in Philly. Let's get into the topic that, you know, brings us here. All right. Oh, and Jermaine is from Flatbush. So, you know, he is a Brooklyn nigga anyhow. I just want to throw that out here. Yeah. Uh felt bad for Brooklyn on that one. Um yeah, yeah. It, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Oh. I, I, I heard a joke and I was like, ooh, none of my Brooklyn friends were like this. And I was like, that was it was it was from a Queens nigga too. I was like, damn. It was like, you know, Chris Rock is from Brooklyn. That's how y'all niggas be without a gun. And I was like, hey, hey, hey. I know Brooklyn <laughs> niggas with hands. That's not nice. Yeah, I grew up in Flatbush and Canarsie, so it was uh it was 
it was unique. Uh, growing up in Flatbush and Canarsie is like you know you meet some people that got hands, and then you meet some people from like pretty well off middle class families who can afford a lot of firearms. That's fair. That's fair. Because <laughs> you know what, you always need you always need balance. That's that's why it works out. You have the balance that you need. <laughs> I just, I, but my my family, my family ain't have it. So I was coming outside trying to throw hands and looking at people pulling out guns. I'm like, bro, that gun is expensive. And it was registered, probably too. Nah, registered nah, and wasn't. licensed. Nah, not in New York City. New York City, you ain't registering no firearm unless you work for uh, Garda or uh, what's the other one, Brinks. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. But the topic that brings us here today in this very special edition, because y'all know I got school and I've been doing this shit bi-weekly. Um, and congratulations to my sis. Let's just take a moment and just talk about how, like, when we talk about protecting black women and when we talk about advocating for black women, protection also means celebrating the W's and supporting them outside of when they fit your, like, just like if the, if it's your woman or they're attractive or whatever, but like, man, my sis just like, I, I'm just going to do this. Like, <laughs> what am I doing? Oh, yeah, I'm just going to do this. Like, I don't need no lead time. I don't need no runway. Just go do that. I like the way you well. forgetting the snippet where you put the full energizer battery in my back, though. Like, you just gonna forget that part. <laughs> we yeah. had a four-hour conversation, and the next day I enrolled in school, and I had no desire to go prior to our conversation. Yeah, but that was you, bro, because I, I have those conversations with people every day, and then I see them again, and they be like, yo, got that loud. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, you didn't go? To the program you tell me about, it's cool. That's fine. Get your hustle on. Trap, 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 trap. Gotcha. <laughs> but you still got that loud though. That's all I count. That's all I count. Uh, um, but why you why you got you you got a dub for me? You got dust hat for me? Okay, good. Good look. Good look. <laughs> I I appreciate the love and the flowers, and I feel like that's something that we we have to give each other. I think black men and black women alike. I think we have to give each other a lot more flowers than we mm-hmm. do. Um. And it's it's a lot of division with this topic, and me mm-hmm. and we we agree, but we don't. So we disagree on the violence of what happened yesterday, mm-hmm. right? But then I it's more things I saw today that wasn't even about the violence. Like somehow Jada Pinkett is still the villain, and it boggles my fucking mind. Per reach, so per reach. So last night, for those who have been literally living under a fucking rock, because this is all people have been talking about for the last 22 hours, um, Chris Rock went on stage at the Oscars. I don't know why y'all's watching the Oscars anyway. I'm going to just throw that out there, too. Why y'all watching that? But fine, because for four years straight, they wasn't giving us no nominations. But I, um, he's at the Oscars. He said a tasteless joke he referred to Jada as being G.I. Jane 2, and she has alopecia, which is, causes your hair to fall out. And apparently it's a specific alopecia. So that pretty much targets African-American women. Yeah. yeah, disproportionately. So, I think that's so important to touch on. Mm-hmm. And Will, and, and I saw it to me, I saw nervous laughter. It didn't look like, ha, ha, ha. It looked like, <laughs> and I agree then with that. He, then he looked to the side, and saw his wife. And then he went on stage. He sauntered too. He didn't, he didn't run. He didn't lightly jog. It was a saunter. It was, it was a, it was a good strut. And it's, it's noise in the background name. Um, it was a good strut. And when he got there, 
I saw Chris Rock look at them, and Chris Rock was like, oh, what you going to do? Like, almost like, okay, okay, you're on the stage. All right. And then he slapped them. Open palm, but he slapped them from the elbow. He didn't take it all the way back like our grandmother used to do to us. He he just, uh, a quick little pew across the chin. With that, it was, it, mind you, they didn't go to commercial break, did they? Oh, I lost Oh, oh, yeah, they didn't go to commercial break. Like, I would think there was some help outside. Nobody helped Chris. I'm just going to throw I'm not saying he deserved it, deserved help. I'm saying if you are at the Oscars, nobody came and said, you know what, we're going to take over this part. No, he had to finish his fucking job out there. Um, He had to announce the winner. Nobody came to his aid or anything. So then Will actually ended up winning the Oscar. I think stepdaddy should have won, but it was still well deserved. And he speaks on how, you know, it's just you're supposed to be able to take a joke and take hit after hit. And how I guess that was the last straw. And how Denzel told him that the closer you get to your goal or something, the devil's gonna try to get you. You know, Denzel is very, very proverbial. I love him. He's he's the best man ever made. So with all that being said, the uproar is should Will have hit him? Was Will wrong? Was Chris wrong? What is your take? Really bad with like unpacking. Do you have, do you have go? No. Oh, yeah, okay. go. Right. I'm really bad at unpacking rights and wrongs. I don't really, I don't think that Will was wrong. I also don't think that he was right. I think Chris Rock's joke was, it was whack. Like, that's the thing. Like It was a bad joke. It wasn't even good with Yeah, me. like, I don't really, I don't know that in the moment I was able to unpack, like, the Maja Noir and, like, like just, like, jokes on a woman's appearance, like, come on, you know what I mean? But. It, go ahead. Like, it wasn't funny. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't funny. Like, even if, the, like, the most disgusting joke ever, like, it wasn't funny. Irrespective of that, though, I think that the, I don't even get to the threshold issue of like, I get. I don't even get to the issue of like, was Will like wrong? Was Chris Rock wrong? I'm more so just get stuck on what is wrong with y'all? What is wrong with us? Mm. Like the collective public? Like what is wrong with us? Like that slap. Why wasn't Will man enough when he was on Red Table Talk? And, and like, that's, like, the first misnomer that I just want to, like, unpack is, like, stop saying protect Black women. That slap doesn't have anything to do with protection. Like, to protect means to prevent or shield from harm, danger, insult. That didn't happen. That slap was a defense of pride. And it was like, we're clapping for Will right now, but like the fact that we're clapping for him in the midst of his turmoil, like obviously he's in turmoil and we love it. Like, Will and Jada have been showing like real love without toxic gender roles like with healthy communication, like 
understanding, and all we've done is give them vitriol. Mm-hmm. They've been showing how to parent your kids with love, understanding, and communication. We've been calling Jaden names. We've been talking crazy about Willow. Last night, Jaden, you know, joined in the yeah, my father slapped him. That's how we do. And we loved it. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to point out. Like, we watched Will crack under the societal pressure of toxic masculinity and public shame. Something that he has been above. Something that, and it's not, I don't even know if he's been above it because he's talked about struggling with it. He wrote in his book, like, I've dealt with the public shame of feeling like, oh man, this is so much to unpack. He talks about being a young man that grew up in a home with domestic violence and how that brought him shame Mm. about how Tupac was the pinnacle of quote unquote toxic masculinity and he wasn't tough enough or rough enough and that brought him shame. Mm -hmm. And he's been carrying that pain. And then when he used that pain to slap Chris Rock, that's when we celebrated him. That's what we're celebrating. That's what we're perpetuating. So this is where I disagree with you. I believe it is a protect black women thing because you can say it's ego, but I also feel like you have to protect the woman that you love, right? So it's like this is the the running thought that he looks to the side and sees her and he sees how hurt she is, and then he responds. Now, what I see is, I know I, I know what's happened to me before. I cried to somebody. I cried to my boyfriend, and he literally said, I do not like seeing you like that, and I, that's just not something I want to be the cause of. You know what I'm saying? When a man really cares for you in a certain way, your sadness affects him very deeply. It just does. It's nothing that nobody can do about it. It's, it's a connection. It's the chemistry. It's the love. It's the vibe. Right? So when he goes up there, because this is not the first time Chris Rock has said something about his wife, and also Chris Rock, has, he has, so when the, the discussion was, how is he supposed to know she has alopecia? I'll give you that. My thing is, you had a documentary that you created for your little black daughters because they were not happy with their hair. And the main goal of that documentary was the correlation between black women and self-esteem and how it connects to their crown. So you have literally interviewed dozens of celebrities. You did all the research. You went to India where the weeds are. You actually have more knowledge than most about how women feel without hair. Jada has always had short hairstyles, but then she'll switch up real fast, right? She'll have, like, no hair, like a nice little cute little Halle cut, and then in the next movie, she got Pocahontas hair, right? But she's never been bald, smooth bald. You've never seen that part of Jada. So knowing that you had a documentary like this, where, again, it directly appeals to a Black woman's self-esteem to then have a joke about it in a room full of white people is disparaging. 
So you know how we have this saying. Well, I, I'm sure your family has this saying. I feel like every black family does. Don't do this in front of mixed company. Uh, you you know that one, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm familiar. That's and I, and, I'm not, and I don't even think that I don't <laughs> me, anything, disagree with anything you're saying about that. That's mixed company. You That's why they said, oh, like, and I hate when black people have this. Oh, it's not the time and the place. It's the Oscars. Fuck the Oscars. Three fucking years straight, niggas was begging for a nomination. I wish we would stop giving these type of places fuel to, to fucking further alienate us. But it's always cause and effect. Will went up there to slap him because he said something about his wife that hurt her. And you did it in front of white people. Why can't Will why can't Will assault him on the same stage that he did it on? That's my thing. So and then it's like, why would Will do that? Why why wouldn't he do that? That's his wife. And it, it to me it shows either how much men have not cared for women because there's a lot of women who are over here basically debasing Jada, and I'm not a Jada Pinkett fan. I think Lena James is her best role, and she just played herself. Like I'm not a whole Jada. Oh, Jada's amazing. I think Jada's cool. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think she's Ruby D. So it's like, oh well, Jada did this, and she's been disrespecting him. Will went on a red table talk and, and they both told y'all they business and they didn't have to. It was they didn't have to clear nothing up for y'all. And they did. And when they did, and when 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 Will cried, he was a meme. Oh, Will crying and this uh, he hate the month of August. Y'all have all these jokes when the nigga protects his wife, not you, but all these jokes when the nigga protects his wife's security. Like, listen, she said this, she's right. We was going through this. She ain't let nobody. He ain't let nobody drag his wife through the mud. No, we were separated. She went over here with him. I knew about it. I was fine with it. I got my wife back. Grand scheme of things. Somehow he is a meme and he's a clown and this nigga crying. Da, da, da. And like you said, he goes and he slaps him. And somehow Jade is manipulative. Jada is not a person that you're supposed to be fighting nobody over. Oh, he slapped her just so he could um go to home and have separate beds. He slapped her, and she would have said, "Oh, Tupac would have killed him." Like it's it's ridiculous how Jada is being treated. So now it's like I feel like Will did it, and he it was pent up. Don't get me wrong, it was pent up. But when everybody said people have said worse, I'm like, but how many of y'all have said worse to Will's face in front of her? The internet is not a real place. When niggas have these memes, y'all letting these memes off and y'all saying this shit, none of y'all saying this to Willard Smith's face. That's the difference. I'm here now. I could do something about it. I can't do nothing about this troll, but I could do something about the one that's on stage. For me. So these are my thoughts. Yeah, I, I feel you. That's just not, that's just, protection right like that's retribution like this is a this is a concept that i owe that we always have a difficult time making people understand like when you want to do abolition work right when you talk about abolitionist people that believe in like like 
this just gets so annoying because the people vacillate on different sides of like arguments and value sets and they want and they want to like break things down and like just be honest like i i want the public to be honest i want the public to say this is not really moving the conversation of protecting black women forward not really moving because like protecting black women is not you right like right exact exactly like what happened is that we exposed her to more hate, more ridicule, more, more ridicule. Like that's not protection; it's retribution, and retribution is not a solution. Like retribution is when you is when you give in to your most primal instincts, and I'm not criticizing her for that. Like we all do it. Like listen, you know how I ride with mine. I'm mm-hmm. crashing out for mine. I'm crashing out. At the movie theater, you saying something to her? I'm crashing out. I'm slapping you. All of that. I'm I'm full toxic masculinity mode. But <laughs> let's call it toxic masculinity mode. Don't okay. call it that other stuff, because that's what I think is problematic when we get this like these logical fallacies and false equivalencies. Like we start saying like, oh, like that's how you protect a black woman. You protect black women by dismantling them. The most oppressive system against black women is like white supremacist, patriarchy, misogynoir, sexism, etc. But mm. when you empower that system for your own benefit in the moment, for your vendetta in the moment, you don't get to disempower it for the future. If we're going to say that black boys and girls are growing up in an environment where toxic masculinity and the performance of toxic masculinity is manifesting in their and harm celebrated and celebrated then we can't celebrate it and also dismantle it like we need to make a choice listen mm-hmm. i'm gonna be totally honest with you will smith like i don't y'all people not even ready to unpack an argument for Chris Rock. So I won't even make an argument for him. Mm-hmm. But let's make an argument for Will Smith. Yeah, we get it. We're pre- he, he, if you call that protection, if you call retribution protection, I don't. That's why, I, that's why we say defund the police. That's why we say repeal stand your ground laws and racist states. No, you're right. You have to be intentional with your words. Your words have to mean what they yeah, mean. Yeah, like what they mean. Like words have meaning and like that meaning has a manifestation and i get retribution like we all have retributive instincts inside of us like that's what america is like that's what western civilization is like you know what i mean like human instinct like sigmund freud's like the id the ego super ego all that like all those those instincts are inside of us but like when we try to dress them up as if it's like some social justice mission it, it doesn't make sense so okay. we need to so we need to be honest about the fact that like Will Smith dealing with his own trauma and pain inflicted trauma but what you don't understand is that when you inflict violence and you desensitize yourself to inflicting violence that is a trauma to you the person who's inflicting the violence you lost me i was so there like, and now <laughs> so ahead. here's what i'm saying right People talk about abuse as trauma, mm-hmm. right? But like the same way that like street dudes have PS- PTSD 
and veterans from war have PTSD, they develop that because desensitizing themselves to violence that they inflict is trauma in and of itself to you, the person that's inflicting the drama, the trauma, right? Okay. And what I'm, what I want to understand is how we talk about like deconstructing the toxic masculinity that black men perpetuate in our own communities that harm our women. But when we see someone suffering under that pressure in real time, which is what we saw happen to Will Smith, we don't say, hey, he's, hey, he, stand, he just slapped Chris Rock, but he's standing on the stage crying pretty intensely right now. Like he feels, like he feels conflicted about it. Mm-hmm. And like, I do not care about the white gaze, right? When I say the white gaze, that's no, G-A-Z-E, G-A-Z-E, right? I know. Right? Like, I, I don't care about the white gaze. So yeah. this whole argument of like he did it at the Oscars in front of people, you gotta carry your stuff with decorum. I don't I don't rock with that. Get that out of here. That argument. I hate that respectable nigga politics. Yeah, I don't I don't rock with respectability politics. Like I wouldn't care if somebody came in there with their hair like Holly Berry and Babs with gold teeth and was twerking. I don't care. We showing up how we show up in spaces. That's what we on now. Yep. Make them right? as comfortable as they want to be. It's none of my Yeah, problem. like I'm showing up how I show up. I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. But that's one side of the argument. Then the other side of the argument is that like we're okay that we'll and I'm not, this is not a condemnation of Will, it's a condemnation, it's a condemnation of the circumstance that we created. He inflicted harm on another black man. He may not think he owes him an apology, that's fine. Mm. But you owe this institution an apology? Nah, I did, I, that, that's the thing I didn't agree with. <laughs> right, like, I, you owe I, a... I also don't agree with apologizing to white people for anything, but that's just me. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. I feel and... like... I feel like if I step on the white person's shoes, you know what? 400 years. <laughs> Charge it to the game. Right? So it's like, that's just me. That's, and, that's just the Malcolm X in me. And, and all I'm saying is that exact argument that you're making, I don't have a problem with, but I just think that people need to decide which argument they're making. Because, like, you're being very intentional about, like, I'm with the shits. My argument is the with the shits argument. Mm-hmm. But everybody else is like, y'all, like, protect black women. Like y'all should have protected this black woman from the memes y'all from the memes y'all was sharing. But that's the thing. When y'all was slut shaming her, she she wasn't protected. When he sat and like this is the thing. This the reason I say it's not about protection is because when he sat at the red table, that was him prote- and supported her as she yeah. as she took back a narrative that people were using to slut shame her. Mm-hmm. He was protecting her. Yep. And nobody said protect black women. Like I went on Facebook and was like, yo, Will Smith is a dope man who like is trying to deconstruct y'all understanding of the way couples and black love should look. And everybody was like, you a simp, shut up, you whack, Jada's this, she's worthless, whatever. Like, and nobody was protecting her from anything at that moment. Nobody, nobody was protecting her from the memes that 50 posted, that future posted. Because, like, to your and point, you, the trash niggas, right? And like, to your point, you're so right about this. Like, yeah, like he was there in person, and he can't go on the internet and fight every troll. That's a fact. But like, I guarantee you, he's gonna run into some people during Oscar weekend that posted some of the memes, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not saying that he should go crash out on all of them. That's really my critique. Like, 
we have to be mindful of the pressure to perform under the like toxic gender misogynoir toxic masculinity cloak that like covers our culture it's a performance but like I, will smith but i think one thing about what will did i honestly feel like he wasn't thinking about the outside about whatever the black gaze i don't think he was thinking about that i think he was thinking about his wife so no agree because i feel like a lot of people say oh you know what i'm saying he just did that because he did this and all that no, I don't think Will Smith gives a fuck about what y'all think he should do. I, he don't know none of y'all exist. You know what I'm saying? I think he thought, you know what, maybe my wife needs to see this. And like you said, it is perpetuating masculine, um, toxic masculinity. But I think the person whose opinion and thoughts that he cared about in that moment was Jaden. You know? I agree with that. I, don't I agree with that. Believe it was to, to make the public go, yeah, Will Smith is about that life. I don't think, I think that was the furthest thing from his mind. I think it was, how am I going to get this look off my wife's face? How am I going to show her that what's happening can't stand anymore? And it's only but so much that a person can take. You're right. It's only but so much disrespect a person can take. And Will Smith has literally been groomed to be a Hollywood sweetheart since he first started rapping. He mm -hmm. don't curse unless he's in a role. Like, even when he said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, that's him out of character. Will does not do that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He does not mm -hmm. curse unless he is Mike Lowry. There are no F-bombs coming out of his mouth, and he did it twice. So... I know he was sick of it, and I know that was the story that broke the camel's back. I'm just saying, mm -hmm. it, it wasn't like it was unprovoked. It it was it was provoked. It was something that he just I get. You know, sometimes you just can't take it no more, and you can't. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people say, "Well, Chris Rock's a comedian. As a comedian, his job is to be funny. Your job isn't to really ridicule people." And I think that's what com comedians fuck up. They want to be free to say what they want under the gods of humor. But then, because that's not the first time somebody has slapped or hit a comedian. I'm positive it isn't. I've seen, I've seen footage of a comedian in a comedy show, and he was talking about some man wife in front of him. That man got up kindly and knocked that nigga where he stood. Knocked him out. Mm -hmm. a, lot, a lot of people aren't going to go for you talking about their wife's significant other in their face like that. They're not. So, when people say, well, he's a comedian, and this is what comedians do, no, your job is to be funny. Your job isn't to embarrass me. And I feel like that's where things get blown out of proportion. Y'all have a show, and you sit here, and you talk about this person, you talk about that person. Where is your material? You know what I'm saying? So, it's like everybody else is laughing, but that person you're talking about, Make, they don't see it that way and they take disrespect a different way that's why I was telling people I said you cannot tell someone how to handle being disrespected you can't tell them which route to go I mean I don't I don't I don't totally agree with that part because I think that there are degrees right and I think that listen I'm all for giving somebody the smoke I just want to give the smoke to someone no problem with smoke inhalation. <laughs> you know, like, like that's all. I, like, I don't know where you was going. 
with it, but like, dude's gonna be like another. That that's just like me as a person, right? Like if I'm somewhere, like anywhere I ever go, any situation, you could ask any, and you know me for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a check your temperature. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yo, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> yeah, and I also get like, and I've been to Chris Rock in the situation. Like my mouth was quick. Like that's how I, that's how I learned how to be tough growing up. My mouth was faster than my hands ever was. I'm fat. Yeah, you know, I wasn't. You know what I mean? My I mouth is fast. So, like, yeah. sometimes my mouth is going so fast. And the joke was off the cuff, and it was in poor taste. I think that, like, I'm somebody, I write comedy, I write shows, I write sketches. I really want to be in that space. And I know, like, there are different kinds of, like, comedians, right? Like, Dave Chappelle is, I said it, what you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Chris, I just went to a Gerard Carmichael show, and his comedy nothing like that. Right. And, like, yeah. Chris Rock is, I said it. I speak fast. I I think fast. I sometimes do too much. If I'm out of line, let me know. Right? Like, he talked about, like, how he went. Like, he said, yo, I went at Rick Ross. Rick Ross pressed me. And I was like, yo, I just made jokes. What are you talking about? He said, I went back. I looked. I said, damn, I kind of ribbed on him. Then he he went on Rick Ross's album, and he's like, yo, I'll help you. I wasn't, you know what I mean? Uh I just, I can tell, and and listen, I'm not trying to, like, mansplain, you know, (laughs) altercations to you. Uh I can tell in between two men when like one of them could get the w any day and the other one is kind of like oh damn like i i ain't even want this smoke you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i know that will felt that and i know that in the moment like when i'm talking about the performance of toxic masculinity and like sometimes like you know people like Black women and people in the LGBTQIA plus community, like they have, like they are so much more, they're so much better versed in this and they have so much more range about like speaking about how gender in our modern society is a performance and then it differs in subsections of the society. Like yeah. maybe if you're on Wall Street, it the performance manifests in like my shoes are Ferragamo, my suit is Normani, and my, and my pecs are made of steel and in our community maybe the performance manifests as like I'm tall I could play I'm dog, I could whip yeah. your ass you know like these yeah. different things that like make the, the manifestation and like Will is even though Will is not performing for those people he's just performing for him and Jada mm-hmm. he's performing the role he thinks he's supposed to take but what's in his head is the ridicule that he's had to accept mm. and I just didn't, I just feel uncomfortable with, like, can there be a consequence for a distasteful joke? A hundred percent. Was Chris Rock's consequence proportional to his level of culpability? I don't know that I, that I agree with that. And I think it's impact over intent. So I think the impact of that joke could have been harsh, but like, because people do say that the intention behind it does mean a lot. So it's, I get it, but I feel like the intent might have been still a, a, a heavy degree because yeah, he said something about Jada before, you know, at the Oscars. It's like, you, I've never heard him say nothing about Jada Pinkett unless he was at the Oscars. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, so it's like, it gives you, so you only talk about black people in front of like inherently white shows? Like that's what it that's what it comes off as. 
The only thing I'll say to that, and I agree with that, the only thing I'll say to that is that from a comedic perspective, like spending time watching these guys, like I spend so much time studying, I think that what Chris Rock thought he was doing was identifying that he had made a joke about Jada the last time he hosted the Oscars in 2016 mm-hmm. and saying, Jada, I love you, but then still trying to like throw a little joke in there off the cuff without like going through all the implications of that joke. Mm-hmm. And then he wound up in a situation. Like, that's why when he, he's like, like he took the slap, he made a joke. Then Will said like, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. And I think he was really like legitimately like, I don't know, like I, before this corporate stuff, you know, I'm tough for real. And I'm not saying I'm against, I'm saying I'm tough. Like one of those tough guys who's like, yo, that's a tough dude. Like when I say I'm tough, like I'm standing in front of, I'm standing in front of, any adversary, I'm not I'm not taking all W's, I'm taking L's. Honestly, if I go through my life in my roller deck, I took more L's than I took W's. But you right? still with every but I stood ten toes on it. Mm-hmm. But I've been around these kind of conflicts enough to see when yo, that was the plea. Like he was like he copping the plea. Like you've been outside before. Like yeah. when somebody he like, damn, it was a DRG joke, bro. Like I don't even I even want to like, you know what I'm saying? He's yeah, and I'm watching. But I like, never, but you know why I never liked the plea copper? Because it was like, but you you wasn't this energy wasn't here before you did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I get you, but I just but like even that I think is problematic, right? Because it's like it's this lack of grace that we give each other. Like, yeah, people can make a misstep. Like, if somebody if somebody made several, if somebody made a misstep and you say, yo, you stepping. Mm-hmm. And then they keep stepping, then like, ain't no plea to cop. But if somebody makes a misstep that they don't even understand the gravity of, and then they got to get all the smoke, me personally as a legitimate, like, I've been outside, I'm, and I don't even want to... This is triggering for me, right? Mm-hmm. It's triggering for me because, like, I've been that that little. I'm like Will and Chris Rock are the same. They're mm-hmm. both little black boys that grew up dealing with that bullying and dealing with the pressure of having to perform under toxic mas- toxic masculinity, and that's why they're in the lanes that they are in. And I just feel like the world watched them, like both almost cracked under that pressure and we just rooted for the one that got the social W and that is toxic. That is the culture of like that. I'm so disgusted within us. Like when you listen to music, when you listen to Nas is like, I gave you power. And it's a song about somebody who like went in the house after he got stomped out. Like that, like public humiliation and desensitization it, to like pride. violence against pride against black bodies. Yeah, no, but it's not pride. only just the pride. Like pride, I think pride is a little reductive here. It's it's like it's Eat public humi- it's public humiliation. It's being made small. It's feeling like you have to make another person small or you will be the next victim. Like it like it's literally a coliseum. Like that's what like it was. It bothered me so much. The symbolism was so disgusting. Mm-hmm. It was. It's literally like a coliseum of the world watching two titans try to kill each other. And we I, thought I, it was. I think that's excessive. I think no, it's not, not. It's not excessive I don't think because that. Kill each yes, other. He, he, I, I don't think it's excessive because when I'm saying two titans try to kill each other, it doesn't mean a literal death. But what I'm saying is that 
they're both like as a society and i said it's symbolic like as a society we are watching black boys and girls perform under the pressure of toxic traditional gender roles and, and toxic masculinity and misogynoir all those things are happening there and one of them needs to shrink the other one because if i don't shrink you then i get shrunk if i let you say this about jada on this public forum i shrink but that's what i'm saying so if that's what you feel why is it not being said that jada was shrunk first no i I do think that Jada was shrunk first. Jada so, shrunk all the way through. J Jada shrunk from the background of of this of like what Will is feeling. J Jada shrunk by being slut shamed for for what she for what she talked about on her television show. Mm -hmm. But 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 what I'm saying is that like none of this actually protects anyone from being shrunk. Like that's all I'm saying. Like it's just a cycle. It's like it's retribution after retribution. Like look like. Jada told her truth. Wills sat like August Alcina tried to public publicly out Jada Pinkett. The public slut shamed her for it. Will stood next to her to protect her, and nobody called him a protector of black women for that. Nope. They called him a simp. They called mm -hmm. him all these disgusting things. We watched them, and try and that was his. That's his wife of over twenty years. That's not like uh, they just got together. They've been together for decades, and it's like, oh, he's wrong for supporting his wife. And the and mind you, the rumored marriage, the rumor about their marriage they have, that they have an open marriage. Y'all create. Y'all said this was a rumor, and when they do open marriage shit, somehow she's a hoe. Somehow, <laughs> like that's what throws me off. And and that's that's trash, and I'm just saying that the collective public that's clapping at protecting black women were shaming that black woman for mad long, for mm -hmm. like almost two years, mm -hmm. have been shaming her for just telling her truth, have been contorting her words. It's like, oh, Will says she doesn't like sex with Jada. She w w Jada says she doesn't like sex with Will. She never said that. Nope. She ne she never said that. They contort her words. Like all I'm trying to get at is that. The root issue of this, the root cause of this is the misogynoir. The toxic masculinity doesn't fix the misogynoir or the sexism. It actually empowers it. Like, mm -hmm. toxic masculinity is nuclear. It's radioactive. You don't get to control, like, how it gets manifested. So if you celebrate it because you are the person who gets to be like the incidental beneficiary of whatever benefits it brings. Like you can't really condemn it when it's weaponized back again in our collective culture in a way that harms women. Mm -hmm. And that's like, that's like, I think the part that makes me like super uncomfortable about it. It's like, we're watching Will and Jada hurt more, but somehow we're, celebrating it because they hurt someone else in the process huh when you when you say it like that that do sound fucking twisted as fuck <laughs> you don't like, like 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 it does i'm not even gonna act like it don't it like Jaden will hurting even more <laughs> like i'm looking at him on the stage and he's like crying and everybody's clapping like yeah he slapped son and i'm like i don't like 
people don't know this. I love Will Smith. Like, mm. love him. Like, love him. Like, never been starstruck in my life since I was a kid. Met TLC outside of Tower Records in Manhattan and tried to kiss, try to kiss Chili. Well, I kissed Chili and T Boss to make me kiss. I was like four years old. Never been starstruck. Did you not just talk about toxic? <laughs> no, no, no. I was four years old. I was four years old. But even that, but you see what I'm saying? Like, it starts so early. Like, mm-hmm. it starts so early. Yeah, my little brother that... popped little Kim for her attention. He slapped her right in the arm. <laughs> so I know what you mean. So I was very young. And nobody tells you. And nobody, and like, I'm just saying, like, Listen, I'm not listen, I'm not the most evolved man either. Mm-hmm. But if we want to grow, the first step is being able to separate like your bullshit from your values. Okay. okay. And when you on your bullshit, you got to be able to say like this I'm on my bullshit. Like I feel like you gotta hold yourself accountable. You do, right? But I, I just feel like with everything that goes on, like I, I usually have shows about the treatment of black women in society, and how much I hate that we don't feel protected and appreciated like we usually do. You know what I'm saying from our own men, right? So with this whole thing with Jada, I'm bothered. By and it's not even the men. I'm bothered by most of the women. Yeah, bro. Like it's it's too many women. That's like, oh well, you know, Jada don't deserve this kind of protection, or or why would he do that for her? And if it was, and it bothers me because it's like this is why there can never be unity amongst us because there's always division amongst us. We are divided in every way. It's not just black men versus black women. It's women within women. It's like every subgroup is like, nah, fuck that. And it's like, protect black women, but just the black women we like. And yeah, not only the respectable the ones. Yeah, and, and, and not a black, like, like just particular black women in general need protection. Not mm-hmm. her, though. She doesn't, she doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. But protect black women at all costs. But not at the cost of making us look bad in front of white people. No. Don't and don't do it in the public with a camera. That's no, but at all costs, that's not what the fuck all costs mean. <laughs> all costs <laughs> means all costs. And, and I feel like whenever it's protect black women, it's it comes with caveats mm-hmm. every time. It's never just that. It's never just plain and simple, clear as day. Like Black Lives Matter. There's no caveat. It's Black Lives Matter. Nope. It, when white people try to all lives matter, no, black lives matter. Protect black women. Whoa, whoa, what kinds? Mm-hmm. The light skinned ones, <laughs> the ones who got a fat ass, the ones that could sing, the, the the one over there, the one who got the bomb ass lace wig, the one like y'all y'all can't pick and choose. And then it's like I hate women that look like this. You hate women that look like your mother. Mm-hmm. And, but you'll protect your mother with your fucking life. You will. I mean, they'll protect their mother from everything but paying all the bills and protect Hello. your mother from any, everything but, like, burying you. Protect, like, that's all I'm saying. Like, that's I think that's what I'm trying to get at is that, like, 
there's a certain behavior that we look at as protection, but actually just creates more harm for people to be protected from. That That's a fact. That's a fact. Like, if I crash out, bro, like, bro, like, it's like when you have kids, right? Like, I used to, bro, when I tell you me and Shakima was the toxic twosome, it was wild, bro. <laughs> Everywhere we was going, you were saying something to her, I was stolen on you. Boop, don't say nothing to her. She, she, her mouth is loose, and she know like, yo, what? You ain't beating him. You can't beat him. <laughs> and I was like, and they was like, yo, Jermaine, you gotta get your girl. She outside saying nobody could beat you. I'm like, word, it's lit. Come outside. She right. Nobody could beat me. What's up? You know what I mean? Lord. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I be, I be, I used to be like, and it's and it's so crazy because like when me and Kima got like really serious, I was already 25. I had like. I had gone through my little street phase from 15 all the way to 2021 and had already went into corporate and was back because like, this is not like a condemnation of everybody. Like I'm perfect. Like, yeah, we get it. Like the toxic shit is actually in, in like, it's, it's innate. It's ingrained. Yeah. It's like even more than ingrained. Like I think to some extent, like you just like, born with it like if people would just like if people just grow up in a world that's completely unsocialized they would still like have some level of like the most primal instincts but we weren't yeah. meant to be brutes we have to evolve and develop like that's what the world is we have to learn like we have to develop and evolve like that's why societies don't do horrible things that's why we don't sacrifice people for rain <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we have to, we have to be committed to protecting the vulnerable amongst us, and we have to be committed to, like, because, like, that's how sexism happens. Like, men are, you know, innately bigger and stronger. So it's like, oh, like, you know, human humanity evolves. Like, I'm bigger and stronger, so I own the small, the small people that have different sex organs than me i own them because i'm bigger than them right <laughs> that, well <laughs> like, that's what the world teaches you right you know what i'm saying but like that like we have to start like deconstructing that at like a truly granular level mm-hmm. and we have to start fighting against some of those very primal instincts to just be like yo yo you said something about you said something about mine i'm crashing out i don't have no limits on how i gotta respond like we know that's the hood rule like once you violate I could violate you. It don't matter how I violate Cause you. Cause I'm an extra violate. You know, like I could extra violate cause you violated. But I think that even by hood standards, the one caveat I have to that is that like, did you, I need to understand if you actually violated. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yo, like I seen a situation one time. I seen a situation one time where uh, like a dude in the neighborhood was walking through the park with his like two year old daughter, and dudes was playing ball, and somebody and then somebody yells like "Yo, stop!" And one dude didn't hear, jumped up, grabbed the weed rebound, went to turn to like thought he was catching a fast break, and tripped over the baby. Oh no! They violated him. Who's they? The the father? Everybody in the park, because the the dude who was walking through the park was like a like respected no you know what i mean they oh. violated him everybody violated him he had no actual culpability for what he was doing 
Mm-hmm. And like, I just think that, and I'm not like Chris Rock. Obviously, is not that level of like. But I'm just saying generally. He's not at that innocent level. Yeah, not at that <laughs> level of innocence. But I think that generally, I just like to have, like, before I'm gonna do something, I like to have at least an understanding that you know what you're doing. Like, to me, if Will Smith would have, like, not slapped Chris Rock and just yelled out, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth like that, would have had the same effect. I, I, I think, I, it might have. It might have. But I also feel like certain people feed on that, too. It, I think, I, like, I feel like, and sometimes in his comedy, Chris Rock does beat a dead horse. Sometimes. I, I, I don't I, know. I, I some tambourine. But... The whole time he was married to his wife, his stand-up, his movies, he had a movie called I Think I Love My Wife. And for the whole hour and 50 minutes, he could not stand her until the last three. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but so, like, but this like, this but is like how that, he was with his own wife. But it's that, like, I don't, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. And you I'm know not, what I'm saying? It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so with his own marriage, he didn't stand up by her, he cheated. He did this and the third. So some people think, you know, I said it about my wife, I could say some shit about yours. No. Yeah, everybody don't. Everybody doesn't have the same values that way. Everybody's not okay with that. I get it. I just try not to try to go into somebody's mind for the answer that I need. I think the answer should be apparent. Like the answer of what you was trying to get at should be apparent. I shouldn't really have any questions about what whether you was trying to disrespect me before I crash out over it. Oh, but I think my thing is it shouldn't. All right, so I see what you're saying because you keep because you said intent, which is true. But if I am disrespected. That doesn't take away the feeling that I have. Just because you don't mean to doesn't mean I'm not. Yeah, and, and I think impact matters. But I, I just also think that, like, from a solution-based perspective, like, to the point that we pointed oh, out earlier. answers. Oh, okay. Like, you don't, you see, that's, and, like, and I'm not, like, saying, like, you know, like, listen, we all do it. But, like, that's all I'm saying. Like, we get to this place where we celebrate something, but, like, does it actually solve anything? Like, mm-hmm. again, Jada was avenged. She wasn't protected. She actually got made more vulnerable. Yeah, and susceptible to the ridicule. To, to more ridicule. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some women that would feel like that was, like, unfeminist to like I'm, let me stand here I'm your man let me protect you like some people think, and like there's probably like some separations about like what feminism is and what it means to some people yeah I don't believe in feminism I'm black womanism right and I think yeah there's a spectrum of that mm-hmm. and I think that women generally are justified in feeling what they feel mm-hmm. but one once another person has to take action based on what you feel, we just need to think about what the consequences of those actions are. How I grew up, I seen a lot of people jail, dead, because like my woman felt disrespected, so I had to do something. But like you didn't prevent the disrespect. You actually just left her vulnerable to new kinds of harm. Because you're not there now. Because you're not there. If somebody starts shooting at my house, I would stand in front of my daughter before I went to go get my gun to shoot back. 
I don't have a gun in my house. Uh-huh. Just just for the record, I don't have a gun in my house. That was, that was so a hypothetical. Well, I saw Malcolm X. You know what I mean? Like, and that's that's just the only thing I just want people to understand. Like, I'm not here to cape for celebrities. Like, yeah. they are rich. They will be rich when they wake up. They were rich when they went to sleep. But I also I also feel like people don't don't grace them with humanity. Oh right, right. I mean, I, I was I was saying that more like as like a precursor to be like this conversation for me is more about what this means for us and our collective consciousness and the collective consciousness of people that don't have the luxury of going through that on stage at the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. There are people living through that in places that have real consequences. Yeah, and I'm just saying like we just like. That's going to be the standard. Bro, if I was in high school and I had a girlfriend, I'll be with, like, somebody could be like, hey, Jermaine's girlfriend, your shoes on top. Bow, keep my girl's name out your mouth, bro. <laughs> Yo, Jermaine, just Will Smith them. See, see, see. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying we have, I want this to be a cautionary tale to all of us to be careful what we empower. Be careful what we celebrate. We don't have to condemn Will Smith. I think that we have an accountability to take for putting Will Smith in that place. That's, and also, that's I, a fact. and also, I have a problem with the desensitization of the world to violence against Black bodies. But that's another conversation. When y'all go outside marching. Mm-hmm. Because people treat black people like they're superhuman. Mm-hmm. This people gonna say, oh, this is like this four minutes left. People gonna be like, oh, he reaching. But when we talk, when we have conversations about how black women die in childbirth at a higher rate than any other woman in this country, Three when we talk five. about how black people generally can't get pain medication in a hospital in this country. I hope that y'all are ready to unpack that. That's because we desensitize people to violence against black bodies and make people think that we have higher thresholds for pain, etc. Mm-hmm. People are desensitized to harm against black, to violence against black bodies. Because mm-hmm. that's true. Because even people in um, medical school have said that they thought that black people can high have a high threshold of pain. And I'm like, well, who the fuck told you that? Like, and, like, and, and you go to school for this shit. And the first joke that we made was Chris Rock got a chin. And I'm, listen, I'm not saying that Chris Rock is the same level of vulnerability as these people. But I'm just saying the collective consciousness of this, of this world now, because this is on the world stage. Mm-hmm. They desensitize that. Because let me tell you this. If he would have slapped Jimmy Fallon. But Jimmy Fallon wouldn't have did that. And that's what people keep saying. Jimmy Fallon wouldn't have did that. Because there is still a fear with black men and white men. No matter how cool you are. I have never seen a white comedian joke about a black man's wife, actor or not, in front of him. So... I'll just give you an example of like, it's not exactly the same. This is just a random example, right? Jay-Z's on Bill Maher, 2008. I think no, it was no, no, maybe, no, 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 it wasn't even 2008. I'm capping. It's I think 2000, like four, five? No, 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 no. This is Magna Carta, Holy Grail. 2013. So 2000 and, 
13. He's on Bill Maher. Bill Maher goes, Tom Ford. I mean, I get it, but why are you on this French designer's dick? Tom Ford's French? Oh, and, and, and oh, oh, I'm sorry. No. Go ahead. Yeah, he said, I think he said Italian. Oh. But Tom Ford's actually American. He's from Texas. I watch House of Because that Gucci. name Tom Ford does not sound like it's foreign at all. Yeah, he's, okay. he, said, he said it's Italian because people think he was Italian because his first big break was doing Gucci's Ready to Wear. But he's actually from Texas. It makes sense, but go ahead. <laughs> so Bill Maher says to Jay-Z, I guess, I mean, I would say, why is Jay-Z on this Italian designer's dick? And what, what, did, what did Jay-Z say? Nothing. I don't remember this ever. Said nothing. What do you think he would have said if Sway said that to him? What do you think he would have said if Charlemagne said that to him? Mm. This is not an indictment on Will Smith or Jay-Z or anybody. Mm. But there are rules of engagement that we use intracommunally that we don't use intercommunally. So maybe that's a assessment we should make. Maybe we should maybe we should unpack that. I, I, but there is there is footage of a white reporter who disrespected Will. And I mean that dude kissed him in the mouth. Yeah, I think that that baby slap he gave him got off better. He got off way easier. <laughs> Chris Rock and his disrespect was way more egregious. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. So like maybe. But it was an equal opportunity slap though. It was an equal opportunity slap. One was barely a backhand with an explanation and walking away. The other was walk to you, open hand, bow, keep my wife's name out your Mm-mm-mm. fucking mouth. No, he hit him from the elbow now. 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 It wasn't a take back like grandma used to do. Well, not me. My grandma was always scared to hit point, me I, I bruised. But Point being, we know that those hits were very different. Let's be real. Come on now. We, like, let's start being a little bit objective. Even when we have our side. I am being be objective. objective. I try to be objective in everything I do with my black ass. I but do you don't think that the slap he gave Chris Rock was more harsh than that slap he gave that reporter? The energy was totally different. I think I think he could have did more to Chris Rock. And I think he actually showed restraint. Because he didn't punch him. He could have punched him. He did. So my question is, could he have punched a like reporter? Black, huh? Could he have punched a reporter? Um, yeah, he could have punched him. He could have punched was the, everybody. Everybody could have got punched. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that like was the degree door. was the degree and of harm and energy of delivery for Chris Rock more more aggressive than that white reporter that kissed him, or was it I less? I think it was more aggressive for the for the um for Chris Rock. And, and do you think that the disrespect of Chris Rock was more egregious or less egregious? I think the disrespect of Chris Rock was more egregious, was less egregious, but right. the person that he was disrespectful to bothered him more. Like for me, I'm the type of person, I'm not like saying you could disrespect me because you can't, but you have a better chance of disrespecting me than anyone I love in front of me. I'm going to take it touché. personal. Touche, touche. So, if, touché. like if it's my mother, if somebody do some dumb shit to me, fine. If you do some shit to my mother, Party done. Man, I oh, banging on the furnace. It's over. I'm not playing with you about Gene. I I never play about my mother. I don't play about my father. I don't play about my siblings. I mean, if I'm being honest, you don't play about anybody in your life. I don't play about the guy I love. I'm be very. That's what I'm saying. Everybody I love, I don't play about. And and I don't even think. I think that the of me being calm 
if you do some shit to me, then you doing something. You could do something flighty. You could do something like crazy. Like we could be somewhere and nigga step on sticker. You alright, nigga? Who I will get a snapple bottle and say, who who the fuck are you? Yeah, talking? exactly. Like you are so principled that even if you didn't even love the person, you might ride because you was there. Like y'all was there, nigga. I can't be having nigga. Yeah, I gotta do it. I have to. That's what people understand. If I'm around, if I'm present for it, I'm supposed to stand there? No. That's why I was telling people, I said, oh, so if y'all niggas get jumped, what y'all do? Y'all hold y'all purse? What? We fighting. We fighting. You're not going to stop my nigga out in front of me. You fucking crazy. Like, I feel like with, that's what I'm saying. With what Chris Rock did, it was you. It wasn't that big a deal, but you did it to my wife. Yeah. That's a big uh, fucking deal. I can feel that. I can feel. That. I won't even argue about that. So I that's, feel that. That's my thoughts on that part. So, and again, and that's why I feel like he went that route because you hurt somebody who I love, and yeah. you hurt them, and now I have to hurt you. And again, I know this is perpetuating the masculinity and the massage noir that you've been talking about, but it's it's hard to to get out that cycle. Oh yeah, so, and that's no. why I'm not condemning Will at all. I'm I, like my like for me, I have no condemnation for Will. I, I more so have like actual legitimate concern for him and Chris Rock because we can see a man in like he's he's in turmoil because of all what he's facing, and I'm just like, yo, if y'all want to protect black women. Like, stop violating this man for how he loves a black woman so purely. Stop yeah. slut shaming this black woman for how she like lives in her truth. Like for being and an how individual. It's okay, how he he makes her realize and makes her know it's okay to live in this truth, and we are still together. And I still love you, and I'm still repping you. Like that's what he like. That's what he's going out here every day. He's going out here every day, showing her like, baby. It don't matter what they say. I'm repping you, babe. They can say whatever. I'm repping that, you. But that's the unconditional love. Like, like even for instance with Chris Rock's family, where he said the only people that I love unconditionally are women, children, and dogs. Yep. But my thing also is, men don't love unconditionally. A lot of men don't. A lot of men don't. So it's like when they sit here and they look at Will, who loves his woman truly unconditionally, there's something wrong with him. He's, yeah, a agree. he's this, he's that. I love my woman regardless of what, and that's a weakness to them. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been on a tour of defending Jada when mm-hmm. Gail King said infidelity. He's like, infidelity means that she did something wrong or like behind or my dishonest. back. Or dishonest. Dishonest. Like, we, this is how we rockin'. Then Laverne Cox brought it up on a red carpet. He was classy. He laughed it off. And he was about to be classy and laugh it off again. And he just was like, I'm tired of being classy. And to me, I'm that t- bothered me too. Because again, that was tasteless too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't like and, any of it. And then and then when Laverne was saying, oh, well, I'll, I'll apologize to them privately if they feel the way. And that's another thing I don't like. I can't stand public disrespect and a private apology. I need your apology to be as loud as that disrespect was. I'm impervious to it because I only because I'm trying to like, I'm really trying to live a life devoid of just like things that I do purely symbolic my pride. Like it's so, it's become so freeing to stop living a life 
so deeply like pride. I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, but I'm working towards it every day. And I think, you know, I'm trying to be on some Zen stuff, bro. Um, <laughs> Listen, that make one of us. You, I have not evolved yet. I'm in certain things that I just, like you said, I I think I'm a principled person. And I know everybody does not share the same values as me. And I know it's it's true. That's that's a real thing. I can't expect everybody to have the same mind as me, same thought process as me. But I also know I won't do certain things to people. So when things are done to me, I I want I want vengeance. Like that's just, yeah, no, that's just what it see is. for me, I just I want to protect myself from the harm. So like I'm not gonna like once I like bro, I'm not even having conversations no more. Like once I realize that I've been disrespected to a certain degree and the other person doesn't like the other person is aware of what they're doing and they don't care, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Like, I, I don't even need to have a, you know, like, you need to have a showdown, like, oh, I'm going to tell this person. I don't even need that. Yeah. Like, I don't even need that anymore. Like, I'm just, I'm good. Like, I'm not talking about, like, not being able to have healthy communication and, like, say, like, hey, this is what's bothering me. And this is you don't need the closure anymore? Like, I don't need the closure once I know the intention was there. Like, listen, if me and you have a fallout, Amber, I'm super humble. I'll be like, hey, Amber, like, that felt weird. I love you. I know you for a long time. Obviously, one of us is is feeling something. So I'll do that. But I'm talking about, like, once I realize, like, oh, this person doesn't care about me. This person is aware that they're hurting me. I don't need to have a showdown. Like, even, like, that little thing where you be like, yo, I hope I see that flex on me when I get this car and this outfit that I got on when I lose this weight, they're going to eat their heart out. <laughs> Nigga, first off, you don't know my life. Okay? You know, I'm saying, but we, it's, it's, we all have it and we all feel it. And I'm just saying that, like, when you start freeing yourself from it, like, then the W's come. Mm-hmm. Like, I always said that. Like, yep. I remember, I used to, like, you know what my journey has been. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be one of those, like, super successful, high-powered professionals that like, the highest level. And I, I wanted to get it so that I could be desired by women and be lit and, you know what the I mean? flies, nigga. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I don't know that I believe in, like, the traditional God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob or whatever, but that's Whatever pride. that force is up there, <laughs> mm-hmm. didn't give it to me until my intentions were pure. Mm-hmm. When I wanted to build a legacy, provide for my family, provide for my daughters, to make actual change, to do service and leave the planet better than I found it. It kept fell into place for you. <sighs> Boy. Girl. That's a fact. That's a fact. And and that's what, that's the only free I just want everybody to have. To be free from those expectations and that pride and all the toxicity. Whew. Yeah, it sounds like a peaceful way to live. One day. One day <laughs> never getting up morning. We we all working towards it. It's a work in progress, but like to be able to love unpridefully, 
Like my toxic masculinity used to have me in the house to the point that like, if I felt like Shakima was questioning me, I'm like, you know what I did? Like, you know how I put it on for us? What you doing with you? You girl, you lost your mind. <laughs> but now, now. You, you know what I mean? And like, you know, she she knows she knows the triggers. You know, you know, you know how when we on your when you're on your toxic shit, she'll be like, you want I want to talk it out. She go, here he go, Mister Sensitivity. Come on, Ralph Chesvan. What you want to talk about? Oh damn, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> right, but like my normal my normal self would be, what? You know what I could? You you know what kind of? All right, best say less. But you but don't when, do that now. When the pride is gone. I can just let you see me and just let you know that I see you. And then now that we're both seen, let's work through. Yep. Hey, hey now that you put up your defense mechanism because you don't feel comfortable to have the conversation and you put up that defense mechanism to try to feminize me because I want to have the conversation. But now that, I, now that we've gotten through that, can we have the conversation? Can we unpack our trauma? Can we... Mm-hmm. Can we put our childhood trauma to the side and like communicate with one another? Yeah, that sounds so adult and it would make me want to fight, but I get it. Cause I hate when somebody Joe button me when I'm on 10 and now you talking to me all calm like I'm crazy. But I, I understand the need for it now. Before I used to hate that. Now it's it's the only way we have a conversation. You know, like because it's like everybody has to be. At the lowest decibel now. Now it's like, listen, we can we this is something that we can talk through. So now it doesn't bother me as much. I guess, you know, in my old age, I'm I'm being more patient. But that used to kill me before. If you like, can, can we talk now? Are you in a good space to talk? I I feel like you're calling me pussy. Again, I know. I know. Yo, we all yo, know, don't don't think I know, like I'm, I'm not exempt from this. I still have. No, I'm saying like everything you said for this show. I'm letting you know I was listening. I still feel this way though. No, I listen, know what I, you say, bro. I still got it too. I don't want nobody to listen to this and see me outside losing it. <laughs> and be like, there was all that kumbaya shit. Because it's like, it's like I tell people, right? Like, I think that true liberation doesn't true liberation doesn't reside within the confines of capitalism. So we need to just dismantle it and build something more equitable. But that don't mean I'm quitting my job tomorrow and giving my house away. Definitely not. Don't, you know, like... I love my, my job. I make mad money not doing nothing but my homework. I love my job. <laughs> but, like, everybody has to be committed to the pursuit of something better. That doesn't mean that you get it perfect every time, but it just means calling out when you see it, whether you see it in someone else or yourself. Just being like... My knee-jerk reaction, I love Will Smith. I was like, let's go, Philly, okay? Okay, my son's That's why I kept saying, I said, that nigga from Philly, he just lives in Hollywood, nigga. You know, and then, like, and then, and then when he won the award, Kima would be like, yo, let's go. And then I thought, I'm like, I don't want this for him. I don't want that for him. I'm a fan of him. I don't want that for him. He don't I'm want it for himself. daddy to win, honestly. I mean, Denzel got his already. We'll could get. But he was so good. But I get it. Like, I love. I love Macbeth. That's why he was so good in Macbeth. But yeah. Oh, (laughs) still, he didn't earn that though. Will earned that shit. He earned that shit like a G. He did. Yeah. He. And I and I'm like, yo, I don't want this, but. And I know he don't want that for himself, and that's why he was saying that. Like, I've been called on to love and protect 
and one day you'll get man I'm ranting I'll say this last thing when I oh, was... wait, come up. Before you say that, I want to say that he apologized to Chris. You want me to read to you? Oh, that's that's I think that's dope. Yeah, I, I deleted Instagram so I could he not wrote, be distracted. Okay, he wrote violence in all of his forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. I'm talking mad fast like I can't read fast. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but the joke about Jay's medical condition was too much for me to bear and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in the world of love and kindness. I would like to apologize to the Academy. Fuck the Academy. The producer of the show. Shout out to Shayla and Will Packer. Because uh, um, that was the first, I think, black produced um, Oscars. Yeah, I heard All that. the attendees and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family. My King Richard family, I deeply regret that my behavior has seen what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I am a work in progress. Sincerely, Will. And you know what? That That's the, that's a fact. That's yeah, a fact. That's why I was saying it has to be a level of humanity, too, for everybody. For everybody, yeah. Mm-hmm. But for Chris Rock, too. Yep. Like, yep. we have to give him a level of humanity, too. Like, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I could see that he, how, you know, I mean, listen, we all, we all been there. When I was in eighth grade, the health teacher asked us this trick question at the end of the test. I did mag in a health class because it was like, just like, to me, it just seemed like common sense. Oh, it was I like the only class I did good. And you was a teenage boy. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't really do, like, if I'm being totally transparent, like, I didn't really do very good in school after elementary school because once what's the perverse incentive stop incentivizing me to be smart and a go-getter and just be tough and an asshole. That's what I became. True. <laughs> but <laughs> I just, I did really well in health. And I remember I used to get like a hundred on every test. And this one test, the teacher was like, yo, I, I got a question. I know you're going to get wrong. So he gave the question and the question, you know, like they teach you about your body's fight or flight response. Yes. So the last question he gave a scenario about like, oh, did this guy want to fight you? And you're very afraid and you know that like you have to like stand up to him and when you see him you fight him did you have a fight or flight response and everybody said fight but the answer was flight because you actually didn't solve the problem fighting him was your body's flight response your, your fight response would have been to find another way while still being assertive. Mm. And what I took, and I, that stayed with me forever and like helped me to develop the kind of duality that makes me understand when I'm doing something because it's the right thing or when I've admitted to myself that it's wrong but still committed to it. The, gotcha. lack, of a, the lack of accountability that we talk about amongst black men comes from the fact that we're always being lauded and praised for well, things that we should know is wrong. And violent. Yeah, that's true. I have been I have been the culprit of that too with my you know how I say if you light skin I can't fuck with you. Like I have definitely <laughs> that too. So I, I I agree. I'm trying to be better at that. I really am. I just, you know, as a matter of safety, I just feel better protected by melanated men. But 
That's my cross to bear, and I will, I will, I will fix it. I'm sorry, yellow men. It's not y'all. I, in my defense, all my brothers are dark skin. That's the safety I know. You know, so it's like that. That's how, that's how I equate it. It might be a generational thing. It's not trauma. It's just you know this is what I know. So I'm trying to be better there, and I think you're absolutely great. And I'm so proud of you being just dedicated to the growth, man. I'm proud of you. I'm proud I'm, of I'm trying. We like Will said, I'm a work in progress. I'm really proud of I'm really proud of my black woman who I've just I have the pleasure of having in my life. Obviously, she came on my lady, she's amazing. I'm watching her grow. I'm watching her like You're watching her become to, chef of the fucking world. I'm watching her be an entrepreneur, I'm watching her be a mom, I'm watching her be a lover, I'm watching her be so many things. I'm watching you, my homegirl, my mom is on like a weight loss journey. Like, proud of the black women I'm around that are like dedicated to growth. And I, I just want to be dedicated to that same growth. Bendito. Thank you, bro. That's actually very sweet. Shout out to your mom. Tell her, um, by the way, send me that workout plan that she on. I'm, I'm oh, with she looks amazing. She put me to shame. She came over here. I was like, oh my gosh. Gotta get Come on, Miss Linda. Come on, girl. You show what you're working with. Tell her I need that workout plan ASAP. No, Rocky. Um, And tell Kima, you know, yeah, because y'all got three beautiful little girls who all have the same face, and everybody's name is the same. So I'm going to just call them Aviarielia. And they're going to just know all three of them going to run because it's going to sound like they heard their name. So I'm just going to Aviarielia. And they go going to be yeah, there we go. So Better than me. I just be like, triple A's, get in here. <laughs> all three of y'all. Yeah, one of y'all. Somebody got the same face. So, shout out to um, your hub, you know, being every woman. It's all in her. And um, I want to thank you for joining me today. Thank I know it's for the moment. Thank you for taking the time out to say your, what you had to say, you know, to enlighten the people. Because you did make a lot of valid point. points were fucking made, okay? <laughs> and I definitely agree so I'm I'm just going to just say this. Everything that you said, I, I hear you. I got you. I'm in the space to, to understand it. I'm in the space to, to really, I'm like 97% agreeing with you. Because again, God ain't through with me yet. But I, I do stand by. I think the reason why I stand by that slap is because it made white people uncomfortable. <laughs> I, so I honestly think it's my inherent racism. That makes me okay. Not your inherent racism as a black woman, as a black person, you are not. I'm not racist. racist. You're right. Because you can't right. divorce the word from its. I'm literally yeah, still you know a what I mean? There's so, no yeah, societal impact to black people's, to like a yeah. disenfranchised group's feeling about. I don't the do that. I, I wield no power to stop employment <laughs> or money or anything. So you're right. I'm definitely not racist. But my, my disdain for the whites, it might be the reason why. Cause child, the men also I said, yeah, them them white people are uncomfortable. They are terrified. It made my day when I saw that. It really made my night. Like, all right, see, y'all ain't want to invite us here. Look, we came here extra black, and now look what happens when you don't let black people in for four years. All right, now we we show up and we show the fuck out. Man, okay? that's the best ratings they got in decades and ever. And it's always because of us. And if y'all take Will's Oscar. You ain't never seen a boycott like a boycott. 
Because we will boycott the fuck out of you and be a thousand percent wrong. We, I don't care if he shot him on the stage. You give him the fucking Oscar. What's wrong with you? No, we ain't going to take t- that standard. They take that Oscar. Chris Rock, Chris Rock, Will and Jada about to march together. And that Chris arm Rock and arm, red, like on Thelma. <laughs> that Chris Rock red table talk about to be lit. And you know he going to be on it. You know he going to be on it. You know he is. He going to be on it. Or, or his ex-wife going to be on it. Somebody going to be at that red table talking shit. It's going to be lit. That's all I know. But again, thank you for taking the time out, bro. You are deeply appreciated. And appreciate you. Love you. Love you. Love you to death. And this has been According to Fox. I'm going to see y'all next week. Bet.